Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Recorded live. Hello. Hello, just me. Okay. Waiting for Scott. Do I hear a little Scott in the background? Well, hello there. There he is. What's up, man? How's it going? Eh, you know, if I base that answer, my answer on circumstances, again, not very good. I'm back in the pretty lame mode. Um, Somebody mom, else on the call? No, it's the three, just the two of us. Oh, the okay. NSA. Okay, yes, sir. So let's say hi to the NSA. Hello. Hey, guys. Thanks for caring. Thanks for being with me all the time. Um, I'm going to actually do a, a quick little number one restroom thing here. That'll take like a few seconds. Hold on. I need to. I'll do some filler. Make a You may not call me so you don't know. You don't know what I'm going to do. Am I serving you in your way? Back. That was awesome. All right. I did some filler. That was some filler? I did some filler while you were gone. I just sang a little jangle. Oh, filler. I think you said Skrillex. Yeah, I, no, I heard it. out with Skrillex. Yeah, I was uh, muted. Uh, but, well, hey. I could hear you, so I heard I heard all the filler. I appreciated it. Real quick. I'm sure. Um, before we launch, sure. just real quick. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, I'm sure a billion listeners appreciated it, too. But, okay, go ahead. Uh, before we launch into it. I'm staying at my buddy's house in Orlando, and I um, 
we ended up uh, we we had this idea maybe we can make like little jingles for companies like little commercial jingles and stuff. So we came up with a couple jingles and um and you know, maybe one for Landmark or something like that if they were advertised. And I'll have to send it to you. Oh, cool. Yeah. Next time at the call. Yeah, I'll send it to you now. It's the text you'll get, but go ahead. Okay. Love it. All right. So I can launch. Launching is now. Launch full full ahead. Okay. No no pre-launch uh, items to handle first. All right. So um, yeah, yesterday. I mean, I guess in the. Uh, <sighs> I don't know. Normal, maybe non-transformed mode. Uh, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I'm just, I would just say I experienced it like, you know, my mom went ahead and pulled the same old bullshit. So, I mean, I can hear in my speaking where that already violates transformational principles and stuff, but at the same time, it's like I, I'm just, I'm not seeing a way out of this one. And I know I talked to you, I think we talked about this kind of thing that transpired the last time with her, right? Obviously, prior to our um, talk, talk shoeness. Yep, yep. Yep, yep. It is, yep. So, anyway, um, another round. And it's like this. To me, like totally out of left field, uh, not expecting anything, you know, everything seeming harmonious, and then watching her anxiety level. And I get it may have to do with um, like getting me back on time or what, I don't know. But like just, and there was no, there's no problem, we're nowhere near the time that we needed to go, and you know. Anyway, I don't know. This all all sounds pretty lame and disjointed when I put it when I tell you this whole thing. But basically, I didn't see anything like anxiety producing whatsoever going on. <clears throat> and she's making dinner, and she starts saying it like, you know, I'm going as fast as I can, you know, I make dinner, and I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> You know, to me, that's like, I don't, I mean, I don't know if she's meaning like, and I'm not doing anything uh, or, you know, she's worried about the time or what, but it's all like, I'm just watching the anxiety pile up in her mind. And I'm like, I'm looking around, I'm like, there's nothing in reality outside of her physicality that's like wrong, you know, or emergency mode or anything but it's starting to show up like that for her and then she starts getting nasty with me you know and like this tone that's like pretty harsh so I do this thing where I'm like okay somebody's going to give me a harsh tone this is probably you know not a good strategy but I give it back to them like the, just a match of the tone, even a match of the words, a match of everything about it. Especially if there's like an agreement where, you know, 
I I don't get to raise my voice to my mom. Like that's her like rule. Right? So it's like okay, but you get to raise your voice. Right? And that's no double standard. Okay. So anyway, that then kinda I mean I, I could get into like the granular details of it, but I'm thinking that's like maybe too too much point um, but it just winds up I mean within seconds she's now thrown out the baby the bath water the kitchen sink everything else gone it was just a horrible weekend I was just awful to like, when where what <laughs> like that you you made no indication that there was anything other than like, harmony right up until like an hour before it's time to go at the end and then it's like flip out, scream and yell, get totally uh, just. There's a lot of background movement. I don't know if you're. Oh, you're good. Moving boulders. Okay. Well, just just as a housekeeping, I'm always going to be aware when there's background. I'm mostly trying to mute it, and if there ever is a little slip up, it won't be long last. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, it's only makes it like hard for my brain to think with all the background noise there. So, anyway, again, like I'm just debating how, you know, what level of detail we zoom in on on this one. But um, I don't know. Basically, it's like a repeat of last week. And I tell Tanya about this stuff, and you know, she's like last night she's listening. You know, but today, um, it's like there, there's just, it's strictly, it devolves on me. You know, it's all me. And I'm like, how do I, how do I deal with someone when they're not related to reality? You know, like when the anxiety thing can pile up in a heartbeat, when she can start saying like, I asked her, this is a, I'll just give you one detail to be out of context right now, but I asked her about the clothes. First she said uh, 37 times, right? And it's like, no, it wasn't even twice. It wasn't, it wasn't like even the opportunity for an exaggeration because it was once. It was literally once. And then I told her why I asked about the clothes because I came across some clothes with tags on them in a drawer and I thought, uh-oh, maybe I don't take the clothes with me because they've got tags on them, so maybe those are Father's Day presents. So I tell her that. And, you know, she's she's like, no, I already told you why the clothes, because I bought eight of everything uh, from, you know, when you went to term or when you were leaving prison and you told me to buy eight and at the last minute you told me I don't need eight and so that's why they're in there and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah, but mom, it's just the, the tone is the thing like I don't know why it's like you now want to kind of murder me like where did we go from being civil to like (laughs) mortal enemy thing and just stop it just stop it like there's there's no like stopping to take a look at where did you go from zero to murder me And so I'm pretty sure 
if the if we're on track with the same track as we were last time. Wow, we're gonna get back around these stuff there again. So mega yeah, there we go. So I'm pretty sure that um you know this leads to I just I absolutely cannot have you in my house. You cannot be here if you're gonna do this. And I'm gonna say, do what? They say, treat me the way you did. I'm like, okay, mom, are you related to what actually went down, what transpired there? Don't start that again. (laughs) Like, that's going to be, because it always is. And I'm like, there's no, there's no, I I mean, talk about resigned. I am. (laughs) That this, this, that there's a, an opportunity for, for our relationship to work for more than a week or two. And I mean, unless there's some, I think maybe real counseling where we both sit down and we both take an incident like this. Cause whenever I, I bring up an incident like this from the past, she, she looks at it as like, I'm using this incident to pummel her. It's like, no, 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 this is not to pummel anyone. This is to basically a game tape, you know, as all the sports people watch their game tapes to play back, okay, so what happened? What went, what went quote-unquote wrong? You know, where did we go south? What can we do to make it work next time? And she's entirely disinterested in that process, so I'm like, okay, maybe with a counselor, she'd be open to that. Um, I just don't know, Scott. So that's, that's a stitch. And, you know, again, if it goes the way it went last time. I mean, there's not just will I be homeless at stake. There's also, you know, she was planning to buy me a car, uh, which, you know, could very easily also just boom, be off the table. And um, there was, what do you call it? And she's going to say, I gave you a second chance. That was your second chance. Okay. So, um, and with the IRS, there's like insanity that I owe them, you know, like in addition to the 1.8 million restitution, it's like 200,000 or something in back taxes, they're going to say. And um, so just a couple of days ago, we are talking about doing an offer and compromise, and which would be my mom and me and the CPA on a freeway call together tomorrow. Um, and to you know decide if we're going to do this and if my mom's willing to pay the $3,500 to probably take the 200000 that I allegedly owe the IRS and slice it into like 20000 or something um, or whatever, 40, but not 200. So, you know, she, I could see her saying, no, you're, you're on your own, have a great life. which is what she said last time. But now I could see it being more final. And the total insanity thing for me is that it is based on a false interpretation of what actually transpired last night for a few minutes in her kitchen. So that's it. I'd like to hear from you. 
Well, there's actually heavy downpour here, so I do apologize for the background noise. What was the first thing you there. said before you said apologize for the background noise? There's actually heavy downpour here. Oh, heavy downpour. Got it. Okay. So I apologize ahead of time for the background noise. How am I coming in? Oh, right now you're loud and clear. Perfect. Yeah, it just sounded like, um, I don't know, either the mic was dragging across something or you were dragging boulders around or something. I don't know. Yeah, something must have been with the windshield wipers, combination of the rain, combination of the driving. Um, Got it. I hear you. Cool. You know, this is one of the main reasons I'm so interested in this call because in the real, okay, there's all kinds of, okay, this so there's victim stories, right? So we got all kinds of victim stories. Let me talk about myself. I've got victim stories. And I, one of my victim stories is that I can learn communication technology, but it doesn't seem like I can actually apply it in the real world or people not open to it, blah, 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 whatever it is. Um, which is wonderful because then it creates this call, like, oh, I'll figure it out. So you have the power to just transform. You know, Brandon Adams told you that. He can go. But it doesn't make it any less with it. And so, but in the meantime, I will whittle away at this piece of wood with these phone calls and see if I can shape something pretty nice. And I find that, okay, so... A lot of... I have found... This is actually the concept of, like, when you try to bring up not doing something and then creates that thing so in a sense of like it's your tone like i've tried that too like attitude is everything uh, i try to tell my brother it's the way you're talking to me and or even with my mom who's my just as a precursor best relationship in my life is my mom she's a sweet panamanian woman and she's just incredibly sweet and incredibly loving and um best relationship in my life and she's unconditionally loving maybe to a fault, uh, but I would, I hope to never take advantage of that. I um, just hope to make her proud before she, uh, hopefully she gets off the sugar before it goes to the So, um, <laughs> as they say, you know, the sugar, the diabetes is actually Alzheimer's, the grandmother, our grandmother, my grandmother, her mother passed away of Alzheimer's, and she has diabetes, so anyway, type 2. Oh, too much sugar. So even with my mom, she can sometimes yell or something like that. And I'll be like, mom, I don't like the way you're saying it. And she's like, oh, shut up. And it's like, um, it's almost like when, when people double down. So you're like threatening their ability to talk to you in that way. And so they double down and continue to do it. They identify with it. Also, maybe they're trying to show like, there's nothing wrong with this talking. So I'm going to keep doing it. That's my way of showing that. And so, in my experience, in situations like that, what I've tried to do is just um, be, like, just 100% agreeable and, like, incapable of understanding, not in a fake way, but just, like, I just bring it way down in a way that's not condescending. I, I bring it way down without making it look like I'm bringing it way down. And so, it's just, it'll be, like... You're going to do this? Like, okay, yeah, so, okay. You know, but not, like, distant or or out of out of symmetry or out of um, congruency with the dynamic. Yeah. yeah, you got it. So, um, you know, and then you've done it before. You've done it before as well. So that, that, to me, like, it seems like kind of calm that situation. 
But with someone that I have so much trust built up with my mom, there's not a lot of need for me to then go back to her and say, hey, that seemed kind of unresolved. Like, it's just whatever reason she's super respectful and kind to me that I'm just like, um, this woman, it's just all, it's all good. It's not the same thing as like when a woman just wants to leave something unresolved and then they want to act like everything is okay. It's not like that. It's not like my mom is going to, I got to worry about if she's going to blow up again. Like it happens very, very rarely. And I just kind of let it go. And then my mom lets it go. And she's, you know, very, very loving. You know what I'm saying? So it's so to the point where like, maybe if that happened actually in a relationship, um, I can maybe get off of it easier. But I don't think that happens. There's like always that fear. So Anyhow, that's with that particular situation where I can just sort of dial it back and it'll seem to sort of resolve. We've had enough of these conflicts. I think there's a trust that's sort of built up that because we've survived our conflicts, I've now been living with her for seven years, which is like insane amount of time to be living with someone. And we, we get along so well. And with my dad, it's not the same thing. Um, but what I'm trying to do with my dad is the same thing. He triggers me more, so I'll try to argue with my dad. But if when he says his crazy, this is me venting, I love you, Dad, but when you say you're crazy, you're just shit. Um, Wait, say well, again. No, when you say, you're cra- say that last thing. you crazy, Georgia shit. When you, when you pull something from Georgia, because you're from Georgia, and you say some crazy shit like, if you keep doing that, no, 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 no. Like, whatever it is. I don't, I don't have any specific examples, just in case you're right. But anyway, keep doing that and now, and now, and now. Like, Dad, and now, and now, and now, and now, and now. All right, Dad, no, 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 You know? Huh. But instead, it was, it, when he says something, keep doing that and now, and now, and now, and I just stay quiet. And then when I finally do respond, maybe I'll just kind of be like, okay, yeah. And because, you know, that, like, not even out of a way of trying to like beat him or anything like that, but more so just like pretty sure these people love me and I, if I'm, I can just be nice and they'll just be nice, you know? And, um, I'm not, I think the problem that we might run into is people get worried about being nice. So assume everybody has that right. Worried about when I'm nice, people take advantage of me and they say it like they're unique, but I think like every human being thinks that. <laughs> And so, uh, and we go in there kind of thinking that, so you go around trying to just be nice, but you're like, that's not good enough. I need to resolve this situation for the future. And many times you do, you know, I, I don't know. That's why these conversations are, are so fascinating. You know, in a different dynamic, I often feel like I need to, t- what is, it's your tone. The way you're talking to me is not cool. That doesn't fly with me, that tone. We can't be doing that anymore, Right. I have those relations. I feel like that's absolutely necessary. I mean, maybe it's not, though. Maybe it's not. Maybe people will just fucking uh, autocorrect. Well, uh, flesh out that last thing you said a little more. Sorry. Is it because you couldn't really hear it? No, I, I, I don't know if I'm tracking exactly like the, what you meant by... Uh, autocorrect versus, I don't know, just give it to me again. Okay, so you heard all my words. It wasn't that it's a bad, bad, right. uh, exactly. connection. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, what I mean by that is like, okay, so say I'm working a promotion with some girl that I consider to be a biatch, okay, uh-huh. which has happened before. Well, uh, I guess I'm ready for it to happen again because I want to see how I handle it now. I feel like I've evolved. But anyhow, um, she how so she would just be like, Scott, she I'm like the manager, and she's like, Scott, you don't have to get the t-shirts out so fast. You know, or, you don't have to what? You don't have to get a t-shirt. Yeah, sometimes I do lose words, and then the whole context is blown because it it gets no, it, it almost sounds like when your dad. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, interrupt me every time. I appreciate you interrupting me. Thank you. Because for the recording. Too. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, let me know every time. I appreciate it. Um, so she'll say something like, "Scott, you don't have to give out the t-shirt so fast. You can show out. You can slow down and just." controlling the way we're pouring the pints and who we're giving it out to. We're giving out free things to people in a two-hour period, which is plenty of time, and everybody wants it, and it's very easy to do. And she's just micromanaging this, and she's got a reputation as being sort of a bitch, and I just, you know, I kind of just took it, and um, I would have liked, in that particular situation... I would have liked to have stood up for myself more and put her in her place. And, but perhaps if I somehow am able to imagine this is like an introduction with my mom, I can, or uh, an interaction with my mom, I can be like, oh, okay, you, you want to slow down? <laughs> some shit like that, you know? Like, I said, like, sincerely thinking that, she, okay, I'll, I'll give you the gift of doing how you want to do it or something, but. And then maybe I just do that and never say anything, and then she'll just start being nice to me. But I, I don't think. I, but it, but I think usually what I do is I just stay quiet, and that doesn't help. I'm not quiet around my mom, you know. Whatever, I just stay quiet like I'm closed off, like I'm in conflict. I don't stay quiet like I'm in respect, you know. Got it. So, and then she so can sense her, that conflict. She can sense so. that my energy is not one of agreement. So in a way, it's coming off as a. A, uh, a, 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 some kind of a weird ass fucking energy, you know. Right, what I'm saying like, some kind of a, yeah, just some kind of a fucking weak ass energy, really. And you know, females don't know anything better but to shame it, you know. So I don't know what yeah. to do when you come out with some weak ass energy and shit. And they're just like, Daddy, where? Daddy, I'm just kidding. I know females are amazing. Go ahead, Kevin. <laughs> and by the way, I, I, again, when when you Launching the fast stuff, I think uh, the you know phone processor is just like not ready for that, or you're too far away from the mic or something, because it it's all garbled. I mean, I, I miss the subtlety of the whatever that was. Or maybe it's my brain processor. Maybe if I played back the recording, no, the recording's fine. Uh, it's just you, Kev. What what I said was um, I was going off about females. Uh, when daddy's not able to solve the situation or take control of the situation for them and uh, daddy is being quiet and not acting, usually the female knows nothing better than, uh, I don't know, trying to shame the person. I don't know. Is what I said, and then I said very, very quickly, I'm just kidding, females are awesome, we're recording this, it seems like yeah. I'm saying 
negative about females, you go ahead now. Okay, I'll go ahead now. Well, I guess I'm just looking for a freaking answer on this one, like, or something. Not not necessarily just, like, agreement, like, yeah, Kev, she's a bitch, forget it. But, I mean, I, I am to the point fairly resigned. Like, I don't know if I can make this one work because it doesn't seem like she's playing by the rules of reality, like tracking what's happening in reality. Like, something will inform her to be anxious, like anxiety in this moment, and then she'll go along with it, and she's a goner. Now, the night before, we actually had a moment where um, I I went to, um, okay, so the dog's outside. We're sitting on the couch. My mom says, uh, gotta let the dog in. The alarm, I set the alarm. I didn't realize Sylvia was outside. So I stand up to open the French doors that are right there. And my mom's like, I mean, I don't even want to imitate it because there's dudes around here, uh, you know, but it's like a very loud, like, no, stop it, kind of thing. It kind of did, imitate. And anyway, but it was louder. And that's kind of like darts in my back, like, whoa, whoa, okay. Uh, and then he's like, there's plants there outside. He told me not to jump over the plants. Right, like kind of this, like you idiot, you know, and everything becomes so like. Why don't we just a second ago just interacting here, like who's the living being, and then like all of a sudden there's this whole like need to to jump in and, and be like it's a four-alarm fire, which is not, and, you know. And so like, well, you were you were going, you were you were in motion to go do that. I'm like, I know, but you know, you can still say, hey, hold on one sec. Yeah, it's not going to work because of the plants. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, no problem. Right? But, like, this whole... And, I mean, she realized, actually, that night, uh, Saturday night, that that was way too much energy, you know, for something that's so not, you know... But she also recognized that she does that from working as a teacher all her life. And she's used to, you know, barking out the order and she gets full compliance. And I'm like, yeah, but, you know, it doesn't really fly with non-fifth graders, you know? And so she recognized that. And there was this whole warm-hearted moment and a hug and all this. And that was... That was Saturday night. And, you know, I didn't want to lay it on too thick or have your cell came up. Now that we've cracked this open, now that you're present, let's take a look at some of those situations. Let's take a look at what we can do in the future to... Hold on one second. Oh, I thought you meant square. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, anyway... Um, yeah, so, you know, yeah, Saturday night it was like that was groovy, and she actually saw something about that and saw that, like, she can watch and rein in her tone and, 
and it doesn't have to be like Armageddon, you know, in those moments. It could be cooled out and totally civil. And, you know, that's that's what I'm looking for. I mean, all right, now Alberto, uh, the guy who, did I say I talked to this guy on Mondays? He was my uh, LP director when I was in LP. That was it. That was it. Yes. Okay. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I said the name, didn't I? Um, anyway. I didn't put a name to the story, though. I stopped short. Go ahead. Okay. So, anyway, he, uh, last time this stuff cropped up, he's like, well, yeah, look, look what you do. Like, you have an expectation of, uh, you know, the, the script and how people are supposed to follow it. And if they don't follow it, then you control them and to avoid the pain and the fear, you know, you uh, do what you need to do to control them and tell them how they're supposed to do it. Like, wow, okay, yep, I see that, I get it. But then it's like, okay, I I guess I throw that, I mean, I didn't, I, I, I you know, I did the same little stick. What? As far as putting a name to the story, uh, this timing is kind of off, so this joke probably won't work. But um, hey, if they're fine tuning these, fine tooth combing these phone calls, that's a good problem to have. What? What? I said, hey, if they, whoever they are, are is fine tooth combing these phone calls, that's a oh, good yeah. problem to have. Uh huh. That's true. And who who would be the they? We're talking about a regular audience, or so it's well, not that we have a regular and... audience. The re- the future regular audience. Where are you talking about yeah. some? Uh huh. Yeah. So yeah. it's like when you, so you say um, uh-huh. Albert, Alberto, uh, and they're like, "Whoa! Do you remember in episode one when they're referring to a Hispanic gentleman? Was that is that one of the same?" So then, it, yeah, exactly. So then I'm like, uh, yeah. so that's the guy who's on the thing. And then I stop short and go, then you go, I said the name, didn't I? I go, yeah, well, I stopped short. And then I say, hey, is there fine tooth coming these phone calls? Right. That's a good problem to have. And then I said, what? And then you said <laughs> that again. And then we recapped all this again. And then we're doing well, it just, again. I was just trying to recreate the uh, timing so that I could cut all the strings to the past. And cut all the strings from the past and move forward. Uh, yeah. That's right. That's right. That's what we want to do. So that's good job, man. So I don't know if you yeah. got the, the content of what I was saying about Alberto's stuff. Yeah. Or, okay. You did. So, yeah. So he's, uh, he's all about having me see that, that, uh, that controlling thing I do. And it's like, wow, okay. So, I mean, there's another, like, route I can go, I guess, where it's like, okay, you know, and I've, I've meditated plenty on this, where there, there is no me, you know, there, like, so if, 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 quote, unquote, I'm being yelled at, so what? What does that matter? I mean, what is there to protect? Um, or, you know, what is offended 
that's being yelled at, that's saying, hey, hold on, uh, you know, I need you to not do that. Like, I need you to talk respectfully to me. Really? Do I need, do I really need that? In the slightest? I mean, is there any, like, absolute need for some sort of being spoken to a certain way? Or, like, what does it mean? Does it mean I've, I've lost control and she's, she's gained control and she's winning? You know, so on that level, it's like, okay, yeah, I mean, screw me all day long. In fact, beat the hell out of my physical body. What does it matter? You know, it's all, it's all a throwaway. <laughs> Not like, oh, you win, I lose. Yeah. Um. And then you're going to know the dynamic also that exists between you and your mom that better than anybody's going to know that dynamic, you know. And so if you were actually able to have a moment where she cried and things like that, um, I'm just trying to speak from going out on a limb because you said you were looking for answers on it. And so I'm just trying to speak from an answer place, but it's all hypothetical, you know. I'm not really sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, basically, there's answers, but there's also like, fuck, there's a situation again. And, you know, my Memorial Day, or, you know, so that's the story of what today is, like, you know, sort of colored by that. And my whole future that I'm living into, right, you know, the bottom drops out of it potentially. And there's like a complete skewed view of my mom's today, whatever she's festering with, like, you know, like, do I call her and talk with her now, or do we give it a few days to cool off again? Like, do I get, just fuck it, just resigned and, and start making plans to, you know, operate with her not in my life? Yeah, I mean, I'm speaking from that answer place, that's why I have that qualifier about, uh, I don't really know, but just taking going out on a limb, I would say, uh, absolutely. I would say someone acts like that in my life and I'm trying to be chill and not instigate it, antagonize the situation. I don't need those people around in my life. And so I need to prepare for life without those people. And that's the reality. I will make maybe my formal familial formal visits here and there um and then i would just give her her way i just like give her away and i would just like be chill and just like just kind of stay there and do whatever you need to do that's there and you know you say stay on. there huh I, I didn't catch you say stay there to stay there well, like if you're if you got to be in her presence, you're in her presence for whatever reason. There's a visit, and she's you know acting a little crazy, and just maybe kind of watch her not with disdain, but more so just um like uh, all right, I'm just gonna let you do your upset thing, and um, it's not related to me. So I'm gonna let you do that, and I'm not even gonna try to instigate it or motivate it anymore or antagonize it or do anything like that. Um, if I feel like there's a moment because your, your rapport is going to be unique 
So if you feel like there's a moment where you can see that she's going to have a heartfelt connection with with you, um, you know, you can choose to build that rapport in that way. But you're just coming from a space of I, you know, you're no longer in my life, so I can't. I'm not going to ask you for anything, and I just have to face that reality. I'm not going to accept anything from you. No gifts. I think that's what it means to me. To where I can't my time around you. I can't have that energy around my time. You know, that's what it would mean to me, like, to where, how could I put this person out of my life without the act of getting out of her life, creating more anxiety, instead just more giving her what she wants, and just being kind of chill, and you find yourself not spending a lot of time with her, and you might also find that all of a sudden she's like, here's the car, and you're and that, then at that point, you can be like, um... Well, I already figured out how to get a car. Thank you. I already had to make other plans. Um, or you could be in a position where you're like, hmm, well, this other guy's going to have this car in uh, this situation here, but if she wants to give me this car, this will be better. So, yeah, okay, thanks, Mom. I appreciate it. I'll go ahead and take that gift. You know, I don't know. But I would, uh, I would be just looking for life faster, though, for sure. Yeah, would be that hypothetical answer. Now, a landmark, a transformational answer would be, well, human beings find the connection, love transforms it. And I, I'm not saying that's wrong either. Go ahead. Yeah, let me let's, let's just check those out for a minute. Like, what, what would Marshall say? Do you think on this one? Marshall would probably say something like, you know, she's got a need for economy, like you do. A need for what? Dropped out. Muffled. A need for economy. Like you do. And she wants to express this need to you. And all she hears is with jackal ears. She don't know. It's coming from the giraffe. So you have to say to her, you feel like it, it would be hurt at this or that. Or whatever the real answer is, because I'm not Marshall. And then she opens up her heart. And then you... When I speak and I hear, may the love light shine through me. You know, uh-huh. something like that. You know what I mean? I don't really not trust me, but he would have some shit to say to that. Like it's a tenable situation. The man six murderers and everything. Right. I know. That's where I'm like the the uh, strategizing for exiting lives thing is to me like the I mean it's kind of where I want to go with it right now and I'm sure it's where my mom's going with it right now but that's like the no possibility route you know the killing each other off route and because you just can't well, see it's, 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 more, it's more like I'm not going to ask you for anything and I'm going to give you your way, and if you don't want me around, you don't want me around, but if any of you want me to come over and hang out, I will do that. So it's almost like kind of, it's going to be up to you if you want to be in my life. I'm open to it, but I'm just going to give you your way kind of thing. You know, I'm not going to make any effort to be in your life. It's whatever whatever you would like to do kind of thing. And then just like let her have, you know? Right. And then, you know, called the controller in me, but my the concern about that is that whatever she wants to do is based on like the lowest possible context in the whole situation, you know, if, if she perceives it. It's like thinking 
decisions on what she wants to do based on, you know, how she experienced the situation last night, which is actually, I mean, when she started recounting it to me, I mean, she's telling me things that were so off base from what actually happened. I'm like, okay, well, yeah, if what you say had happened, yeah, I could see why you'd be upset, but that's not what happened at all. That's not what I did. That's not what I said. Like, on, like literal, on factual grounds, like, it's completely off. And she's going with that that is what happened. So she's going to be upset. It's like, well, what am I supposed to do? Say, okay, yeah, that's, you're right. That's what happened. All right, we'll go with your version. Hey, I mean, this is kind of sexist for a second here, and I'm willing to be wrong. And, you know, if you're a really smart female listening to this, I'm sure you could shame me and make me feel like shit. Okay, great. But I feel like, yeah, that's um, a problem with women. (laughs) Uh, I hear you on that. As far as them making up a story about the way they perceive something, and unlike a man that does that too, they might for a second have enough calm or be able to dial it back to see if that story is actually true and keep it sort of calm, whereas it almost seems like the female is often running on her story as the reality and is emotionally now shut off like a drunk in a bar. I'm sorry. Yeah, pretty very much. And, I mean, like Fire Katie, you familiar with her stuff? I don't remember. Fire Katie, does anybody Yep. Okay. So, and... You know, not she's not the only one, but like, like cognitive behavioral therapy, all this is like, okay, your feelings are based on your thoughts. So if you're thinking that X happened and you're angry and, you know, you're having Y emotions about X having happened, it's like, did X really even happen? You know, and are we willing to go back and, and take a look? It's made for that, all that. It's like, yeah, there's no, there's no going back. So all of these things from my mom are stored in this super disempowering way. It's like, wow. There's no, if, there, if there's no going back and checking those out and, you know, truing them up to uh, accurate facts, then there probably is no real opportunity for Resolution. Well, my mom goes, "Oh my God. Okay, I get it. You know. So then, like, to, to me, at that point, I'm like, well, then what's the access? Just some sort of like me, you know, like the facts are on the moon. Okay, mom, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was such a jerk. Like to me, that's that's not where the situation actually is. But that's where it seems that my mom would want it to go." For her, you know, to reestablish the jurisdiction and, you know, the authority of the matter and to feel safe again and all that stuff. And what's that? What's that? Like the whole thing? Or what? The very last thing you said. Uh, I think I just said so. <laughs> But you mean prior to that? No, the so. 
Okay, and I was at just the word so, and then I stopped talking. Blown away by so, I was lost. Yeah. A needle pulling thread. So yeah, man. Um, yeah, I, it's it's amazing. It is amazing. So I, I just I I don't have anything other than to say that however you choose to interact with her, you mentally start preparing for life without her assistance. Yeah. You know, and just and and as an opportunity, as an empowering context. You know, and just start getting into whatever it takes to get into that kind of kind of space, you know. Um, but I'm a practicing preacher, and the name of my practice is I don't practice it. I just preach it. <laughs> so take it with a grain of salt. Right. Yeah, I like that. We should have some, uh, should be like a disclaimer on our uh Transformation Summer. Look, we're just preaching here. We're we're not practicing. You know, we're we're fucking up left and right ourselves. So don't like, you know, say, well, your life. Look at your life. Piece of shit. Like, yeah, it is. You're right. <laughs> because we're not employing these tools. That's why. We're not I'm preaching not it now. Just we're not practicing it now. Just preaching it. Right. I'm not saying your life's a piece of shit, Scott. Unless that's true for you. I don't know. You get to say. Piece of shit's in the eye of the beholder. Oh, you know, hey. Focus out, right? There you go. Focus out. Maybe. Today's well, phone call, why focus out is wrong. Go ahead, Kevin. Yeah. You can come up with the titles of those calls while we're on the calls, some of that. But I don't know if I can go back and edit titles of calls after they've been recorded. Can you? I don't know. What's the title you gave it? I didn't see it. Uh, nothing. So, okay. Episode four. So it's going to be generically. Episode four, the NSA tapes. Oh, I like that title better, actually. Well, that's that's the title. That's that's how it's always titled. Episode number, and then hyphen, and then the NSA tapes. Episode's got a good ring to it. Episode. Episode. Yeah. So, uh... All right. Well, but yeah, you know, yeah. so that's what I would uh, have some some thoughts on that. You know, um, some thoughts on that. Yeah. I'm tempted to call just call mom and uh, be in the dance of the conversation. She picks up. What's that? So I'm kind of tempted to call mom. Yeah. And be in the dance of the conversation wherever it goes. Because the, the non-communication thing, when when there's a 
big old breakdown in the space I'm never really a fan of. I know it does. It, it, I, it's um. It might be violent. It might be a form of violent form of uh, communication. It might be um, like you're leaving the fight, also, or you're showing the person they're not worth fighting for. There could be multiple things that are not great with this, um, and you know. We're just looking for, I don't know. You know, that's why I'm saying it's all hypothetical, and then this might just be where I'm in my current evolution of trying to negotiate and navigate the world, and there's a more empowered one, you know, that you can, it isn't about not leaving the fight. It isn't about uh, you not caring about the person. It's, it's, it's about being alive on this planet or whatever it is. Obviously, I'm not in that paradigm right now currently. And um, possibly, maybe. If you were, if you were, what would it be about? Not cause. Well, yeah. So in that paradigm, you you mostly would be like, hey, this is human beings on this planet, and the fight is. uh, I'm very capable of acting in the same way that my mother would. To my son, if I was in her shoes. Uh, in the circumstances I've been as such, and perhaps I actually do do it in my life, not in those circumstances. If I spot it, I got it. I see all of it. Um, and that's wonderful. And that's a wonderful story that I have with that. And I don't have that story with the person I sit to next to on the bus who was also born of a womb from a, from a sperm and an egg making a child and came onto this planet with lungs that took in the oxygen for about 80 to 90 summers. And while they were here, became aware of people that will be here far long after them, before them. And as the famous line goes, repugnant is the creatures who would squander the ability to lift an eye to heaven conscious of our fleeting time here. And so this story that you would then make up about this person that would be your mom keeps you from just having the life and the human in the moment connection that has nothing to do with the past or the uh, the future. It's just being not here now in these precious moments of experiencing life. Something like that, probably. I like that. Yeah, it's a good idea. <clears throat> Very uh, freeing. Uh, approach, you know, just sort of entering the stream right here. Yeah, the stream being, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because it almost feels uh, inauthentic to even hang on to this like it's a thing. You know, it's like, okay, it's it, 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 it's a thing like everything else is a thing, but it's not a thing like, whoa, this is, you know, boil on fire right up front and has to be managed. And let me let me uh, prioritize this over everything else. Let me have it dominate my consciousness. Like it has dominated my consciousness, but it feels weird if that's the case, you know. 
Right. So is this sort of you bringing it down, doing your bring down thing? What's that? Um, that thing where you, you said you, you'd like to bring it down. Like if I'm excited, you're like, all right, okay. Slow. Uh, um, no, I didn't get that. No, I wasn't. It wasn't. It was, um, uh, I guess maybe, uh, I don't know what it was, man. That's a good question. What is that? That's some kind of a, probably a nervous tick, really. Go ahead. Okay. All right. On. Some kind Thanks of way, ahead. like a, there's a there's a flow to a conversation. There's a flow to being present with people, and you know, in the silence, and there's not an acknowledgement. And so, hey, you know, I, I, I the only I don't have a wonderful thought about that right now. So, yeah, okay, so yeah. maybe I'm down about my lack of contribution to that thought or something. I don't know. <laughs> right. So basically, I mean, the the sort of the takeaway on this one is that. Like we've got some some good boilerplate stuff, but at least for me, I, I don't have it like, all right, cool. I, I know what I, I'm clear about what I'm going to do and be after this call. Like, I don't know. So as far as rating this coaching call on a scale of five, it's about a one. Well, not necessarily, because maybe this is one of those subtle calls that will work later rather than it's kind of a yang energy where it's like, all right, I got my marching orders, here I go. You know, because part of it I get is it's like, you know, if if you're in a total funk about something and you're like, dude, I just, like you may first say I just need to be heard, but really what you're looking for is some, like, good advice, right? Uh, also, or like, you just want to know what the fuck to do to fix it and make it all better. You know, and this is uh, <laughs> what Alberto is talking about. He's like, you, um, you want to avoid, he's not saying you want to like, like advice, like you want to, he's like, this is what you actually do do is you want to avoid the fear and the pain. So you want to rush to fix things. And like that's, you know, that's basically your brain hijacking you and keeping all these things going. So, like, probably if I looked at, like, if I had his consciousness in mind when I was at my mom's house and she's getting all screamy and, you know, angry and stuff, I wouldn't try to fix that, you know. I'd just... Like, be with it, be in the dance. Like, here's here's what the thing that doesn't work for me. Like, when I see people, not just people, forget people, forget that. All right, just let me just talk about the thing with my mom. When I see that there's a circumstance that's now influence, or, or so she claims, is what the influence is for her to raise her anxiety level way up. And to me, it doesn't even look like a situation that actually, I mean, even like 
It's just not something anxiety producing. Nothing about it is. And I mean, to take it a step further, one could say that no situation is anxiety producing. It's just a situation. They're all neutral. And we choose anxiety, we choose stress, we choose, we choose suffering, or not. It's optional. And I would love, for my mom's sake and for my sake, to see her arrive at the place where she recognizes, wait a second, yeah, all these things are neutral. There's nothing to freak out about. Like, I'm choosing freaking out. And I'm, then I'm getting it all over you. And I'm done with that. <laughs> like, okay, I, I get where you're going with this. So where she is at is like, okay, she's saying set the table, right? Like that's my job is to set the table, boom, 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 knives, forks. And so I'm, in the t- I'm in the kitchen talking to her because there's this question about the clothes and then I was you know in the process of I was going to get the table set but there's no four line fire about table set not set whatever you know and but she that's where she fucking explodes and then later she says if you just set the table and it's like okay sure set the table but even setting like not setting the table I don't think warrants the level of everything that explodes out of you and and comes forth. Like, I don't think I've earned that. I don't think the punishment fits the crime. I don't think it's warranted, you know, to be on the receiving end of so much vitriol or whatever you want to call it. And to the same stuff, like my dad couldn't handle her. He moved, you know, to the other side of Pasadena then to the next county and then ultimately to Florida. And it's like, I, I don't, I mean, Sydney doesn't want to come around my mom. She spent last summer, you know, when my mom would go to the vending machine at the, at the visiting room, Sydney leaning in and saying, your mom is crazy, like absolutely crazy. She did this, she did that. She, I don't know if I told you about the pizza incident. You, Scott? Mute. You there? Yes, sir. Yeah. Is that yes, does. sir? So that you're there and yes to the pizza incident? Yes, sir. Okay, then. So the recap for the visitors, I call and, you know, she's like, I just call from prison to, you know, say hello to my mom and my daughter. You know how nice that will be. And how you doing, mom? I'm just disgusted. I'm like, What? And it's this whole thing about a burnt pizza. And I'm like, wow, she's she's getting that all over Sydney. And it's like, I don't know, like maybe she, I don't know what her influences would be to tell her like, this is the way to interact with people and people close to you is to just be absolutely disgusted by burnt pizza and to treat the person with so much, you know, basically hatred. And like can't uh, not, not can't but don't just don't really want to have that be the thing. So 
I, I mean, I'd, again, I'd love to see her arrive at a place of whether you set the table or not, there's still love there, and I'm still at peace. You know, and not like that circumstances completely dictate her way of being and that it can ramp up to a 10 in a heartbeat. I just would like like to see her free of such, I don't know, uh, the waves on the ocean is what's dictating her uh, experience of life so heavily. But I guess I could say the same thing about me in that, you know, well, that's one of her waves, and why does that affect me? Why isn't it like, okay, well, that's that's external to me. That's what's happening. Let me not, you know, go anywhere with that or do anything about that, but, you know, I notice I do. So, yeah, that's kind of a little bit of a turnaround there. Maybe I'm starting to have it just be about me and do the Byron Katie turnaround. Yeah, I like that, man. Um, I hear you, dude. I mean, it's, it's very, very real. It's very grounded in a lot of real, very, very close, personal, grew up with relationships. So it's extremely real. Well, I get that. And um, the when you say it's real, you mean like that kind of interaction of treating being treated like a certain way and like that person is totally circumstantial. Totally real in the sense of, um, you know, it's seeming like it could be some story or imaginary, but it's like, I grew up with watching my dad not be able to deal with her and this is how this person is. And so, you know, just trying to marry the the two of, uh, you know, having empathy for how someone feels about a certain situation and how impactful that is instead of trying to brush it off, like, well, that's your story or you're making up evidence, you're just trying to support your story. It's like, I don't think that's what's needed. Like, I, I totally get, I totally get that, man. That's, that's the kind of thing that, like I said, I don't practice. I just preach it, but that's the kind of thing that would just make me be like, I got to get away from this person. I'm getting away from this person, you know? <laughs> you know? No. Let me get away from... I mean, is there anybody who we wouldn't ultimately want to get away from? Is there anybody who is the Buddha? <laughs> What's that? Is there anybody that ultimately we wouldn't want to get away from? Because, I mean, it seems like everybody is susceptible to that kind of consciousness to one degree or another. So ultimately, we'd, we'd want to get away from that person. Yeah, absolutely. So you're just really running from one person to the next until you can tell your, until you say to yourself, I'm just not a people person, I can't deal with people. Right. But you're just, yeah. everything's going to manifest itself with every relationship if you give it enough time. So therefore, why would you not just solve all your relationships? Solve whatever that means. But you get it. Why, why would you not just what all your relationships? Solve 
Solve them? Solve. S-O-L-V-E, solve? Yes, sir. What do we mean by solve all your issues? Like, if you're just going to keep running from one person to the next, and you're going to manifest that that's a person you need to get away from, and you're not able to uh, figure them out or whatever it is, then why would you not just realize that and then you would go to a place where you'd be like, oh, I guess I just don't get along with anybody. I just won't be around people. I'm not a people person. And you make up that story. But if you actually just realize that um, no matter what, it's always going to be, what was the thing? Well, you're always going to create something where you're going to want to run away from the person. Like it's always going to manifest itself and show up. So instead of running away or just running to more people, why not just realize that you're always going to do that and then solve your current relationships because yeah. there's no reason to run from any right. of them. I got all that. And the word solve is still uh, a bit of a enigma for me. <laughs> like, and then I said, and then I said now, immediately after that, or not solve or whatever the word would be, but you get what I'm trying to say. Well, solve, I mean, it's almost like resolve or like, like, uh, like a relationship is now like a riddle or a puzzle to be solved. I'm not, and I'm not saying it shouldn't, it's not. It may very well be that, you know, I, but um, I'm thinking like a synonym is like heal relationship, but like solve, solve the relationship. You say it like maybe, maybe you know the solutions to these relationships. And I'm like, what are they? <laughs> Please. Yeah, that's See, and this highlights a very interesting point that sometimes words just slip out of our mouth when we're expressing something, and then that one word can then misplace the entire message because immediately after I said solve, I said, or whatever, not that word. So more yeah, and I, I don't mean to harp on it. I actually kind of, I like that word. It's, it's almost like okay, it gives so it a new... With- yeah, so you're you're beyond my level where you're understanding all this about words. You know I dropped a word that I might not like, but you're like, let's go with that word too. Let's have fun. I got you. Yeah, almost like wow, solve your relationship. Like, like I I want to do that now. <laughs> I want to solve them because currently they're like I need I need to call in Sherlock Holmes to solve these mysteries because right now that's what they are. They're mysteries. While all this was going on, we have a um, a visitor that can possibly jump on the call. Is that cool? So it's just going to be like 10, they're only going to be like 10, 25 seconds, something like that. 10 or 25 seconds of a visitor hopping on the call? Yeah. They're on and off? Sure. That's crazy cool. Sure. Why not? All right. Give me one. I'll be right back. Give me one second here. Today's holiday hours are from 8 a.m. to Uh-oh. 4 p.m. They're closed. Uh, okay, they're gone. She's, she sounded like a nice visitor. Yeah, she was an automated robot for LA Fitness. Well, uh, I was, uh, maybe that's the solution, is get automated robots instead of people. What do you think? 
I think it'll work out really well, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry. Uh, I mean, and not that, like, we haven't been provided all kinds of extraordinary tools to solve the relationships. It's almost like, do we want to employ them? I think at one point, one of the form leaders had said, look, if I told you that um, by the end of this weekend, you'll have access to all your relationships being absolutely extraordinary, you know, what, what would you say to that? Great. I mean, this is wonderful. If I told you that you would have to call yourself, call all these people and, and humble yourself before every single one of them and admit what a jerk you've been in order to produce that result, how would you be about it then? You're like, uh, <laughs> like, yeah, but I'm telling you, you're going to get the result of these amazing relationships, right? But you just notice <laughs> what you are and aren't willing to do to have that result. I'm, you know, I, I don't know if it's because you mute it takes a while to unmute or whatever, but sometimes I figure like I'll say something like that and kind of like Scott riffs off it and like yeah, but there's like these long pause of whatever there, so I don't know what to do about that or not do anything about it. Just let there be those long gaps. That's pretty emotional. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool, man. Now I just get totally the mute though, but I. I... That's an awesome observation, man. Um, Which part? The the what you're willing to do or the, the mute part? The mute part. Oh, uh, the mute part. Okay. It's an awesome yeah, observation. Yeah, it's sort of well, like the the bouncing back forth because I don't have the next piece after that. I'm thinking like you do. And you would, you would ha- give your two cents about what I just said and kind of the riff thing. I guess... I don't know. I'm more trying to control it again and, and make this uh, call like radio and you know, try to try to keep it keep it live, keep it active for the listeners and whoever they are, which is still a mystery to me. Uh, but Cynthia yeah. now is is part of the little club, so because I invited her She'll now, uh, she got the invite to this call. For all we know, she's lurking in the background. I could probably check my uh, visual on the phone and see if she's on, but I doubt she is. Um, and she's not on. I highly doubt it. I think she would have chimed in by now. She's, she's not a lurker type. But um, the more people that we have be on as guests, each time then they would get an invite to be on this next call, and they would get, I believe at the end, a notification that this call is now, you know, posted. So that's basically our audience will be the people who have been invited, you know, to come participate on these calls. That's awesome. I, I would have definitely spoke differently about women had she been on the call. I would have kept my mouth shut and gave it her way. Just, just for some people, but what about for the hundreds of thousands of women who are going to be listening to this a couple of years from now? Well, hopefully by that point, I've seen those solve so much in my life that um, 
any controversy that then would, would fall upon me is based on how much I've solved and my reputation is clearly not some kind of a jerk. And they might look at the early tapes and wonder about it, and then I could simply just repeat this back to them at that time. Oh, that's cool. Uh, so this is, that's what we should call these uh, these, these preemptive early press conferences that, for the wrong things that we're going to do in life. Yeah, well, I, I was thinking we could call them uh, the before picture. Was it all, all of these? The before picture, you know, like there's the after picture. So all of this is like the before picture right now. This is prior to the big breakthrough. Are you saying the forfeiture? The before picture, B-E-F-O-R-E, before picture. The before picture. Uh, yeah, that we call the NSA tapes the before picture. <laughs> be like, these guys uh-huh. went down hard. <laughs> the what? People would be like, these guys went down hard. Yeah. The NSA tapes, the before picture. What did these guys do? <laughs> exactly. Oh, did I tell you about the, the car that I, I think I, I got dissed on? The what? Um, you knew Johnny Turner, right? John yeah. Turner? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. So, John Turner had this really cool car. It was an Audi A4 black station wagon. I don't know if you ever saw it, but um, at the time, I don't think he has any more, but I really liked it. Anyway, so I'm going through Craigslist this weekend, and I look, and boom, there's in 2008, Audi A4 station wagon. I'm like, that's beautiful. And uh, with a list of all the extras, and so it, I mean, out of all the cars I looked at, that was my favorite. And I actually talked to this lady, and she seemed a little concerned about meeting me at her house. And, of course, it's like, okay, single woman trying to sell a car. I don't know if she's single. But she's single on the phone. Um, <clears throat> and she's doing this on Craigslist. She's probably worried that, you know, somebody's going to test drive it and steal it or that she's going to be in the car and she, they're going to test drive it and rape her and then steal it <laughs> or kill her or whatever. So she's doing her due diligence and she asked me for, because I told her my name was Kevin. And then, um, you know, she asks on text, Oh, what was your last name? I'm like Dash. And I go, and it's actually Duffy is my first name. And I'm like thinking I should text her or call her immediately and say, by the way, you know, I just got out of prison and I imagine you'll be Googling my name. So you're going to see all this, but I, you know, I'm back on the straight and narrow, just trying to get my life together. It's me and my mom. My mom was prepared to pay cash, blah, blah, blah. Sounds like you're out of plutonium. That moment, that moment when the pause is because you realize you must not be on mute. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm hearing the, uh, <clears throat> the indicator that you're out of plutonium. That's what it sounds like. Um, We're going to have to use alcohol in Back to the Future, too. I'm out of plutonium. That's right. So, anywho, um, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I text her my name, and then like a half hour later, she texts back, and she's like, oh, I actually already just sold it to somebody who had a test drive earlier today. So good luck finding a car. I'm like, wow. Googled my name. Wow. <clears throat> saw the DOJ splash page. 
and that was that. So, oh, that's why. What? Go ahead. What did you just say, Turner? I said John Turner, but yeah, but go ahead, keep going. No, this has nothing to do with John Turner, except for the fact that he had the same kind of car that I discovered. No, John Turner is not involved in this story. Okay, so, I tracked the whole story. I just accidentally attached that name there, and that's why I had my question. But well, I, I and I noticed story. I did that near the beginning because I said, oh, did I tell you the car story? And then I said, you remember John Turner, right? So it seems like the story is going to be about John Turner when, in fact, it was only just a side note that he had this car, and that's when I first said I dig this car. So then when I saw a car like it on Craigslist, I'm like, I want to get that car. And <clears throat> so I'm talking to the person, and then the person... I give her my name and she checks me out on uh, likely, most likely, the reason that she said that she just sold the car. I don't think she just sold the car. I think she uh, looked me up on the internet and then said she sold the car because she doesn't want me to arrive and be some sort of freaky felon. So I'm like, great, stigma, you know, there it is in real life, showing up. No, no car, because she looked me up, most likely. I don't know why else she'd be asking me for my last name. And no, I don't think she sold the car to John Turner. Okay. Long mute there. But I guess that's part of it. It's all part of it, Scott. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I called her. I want to talk to her. I wanted to be like, hey, you know, I can get why you're concerned. And just want you to know, I'm on the straight and narrow after having been in prison. I was going to call you or text you originally and beat you the punch on looking that stuff up. I'll let you know this, but you obviously beat me to the punch. If you did, I'm assuming that you didn't really sell the car to somebody uh, yet, and that it's still available, but that, you know, you're concerned that I might be some sort of, you know, uh, bad guy. I don't think I said that part about bad guy, but... Uh, <clears throat> and I'd like a chance to actually interact with you about this, but no. So I'm getting, I'm getting like... Feeling is like I'm getting no's in my life, like no click rejection, yeah. And maybe I should just start to live like life is a numbers game, you know. And okay, next, boom, boom, boom. That's the that's the place to go with with the rejection deal, right? Absolutely. Some people call it rejection therapy, actually. Say it again. You're, it's pretty... <laughs> wow, now I'm, now I'm sneezing right as you're saying whatever you're saying last time. It still sounds kind of muffled from your end. I don't know if maybe you can talk closer to the mic or something. A lot of people actually call it a therapy. You go out and you they call it. it. This is crazy. Now I said a lot of people call it. 
therapy. Rejection therapy. Rejection therapy. There we go. Um, wow. Okay, then. Yeah. So, so the thing to do would be to probably get off this call and start combing through the uh, cars again. But <laughs> then there is, wait, but wait, there's more rejection. So my mom originally promised that she would go around and look for cars for me. She said I could do Tuesday and Friday. This is when prior to there being an issue there. And so now that's probably no longer the case. And do we want mom shopping for cars? Now, I don't have really the means to buy any sort of decent car and won't like for either for quite some time or forever if I stick with this gig here. <laughs> like $12 an hour in LA, it doesn't go far. So I'm like, I, the more I kind of get out of the everything's perfect Zen mode of having been in prison and, you know, kind of looking at the quote unquote real world concerns, like, uh, what am I going to do? You know, especially if, if, uh, mom's going to do the, the old, sorry, you're not saying here goodbye thing again. So I just, I do feel like I'm kind of just in a stupid loop right now. Can you say something about sleep? What's that? Can you say something about sleep on a previous call, the one with just me and you? I think that was where I, we originally had the idea to do these kind of calls because the sleep call was so, you know, you had a lot to say about the value of sleep. And um, uh, I was thinking, wow, this, more people should hear about this. So... I don't know if if you wanted to wrap this call up like a bit ago or not. Um, um. So, so as far as the sleep thing, yeah, it's just something we can make up victim stories about it if we want. But I mean, if you're sleep deprived in a in a in a time where you're observing or you're judging even the judgment, right? So you're observing and judging and judging the judgment and the observation as processing everything as negative you know i've experienced that I'm like, let me go get some sleep and then i'll wake up and i'll be all right i'll be you know better i'll be better i won't be doing that as much yeah hey did you send me by the way the call or what 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 did you send me oh can you listen to it right now does it play um, well, I, I hit go, and it's like all of a sudden I'm hearing two of your voices, the, the one that, that on oh, the... Oh, yeah, started, started over, and uh, that's the commercial, that jingle that we recorded. Oh, really? Started over, huh? Okay. And ask anything you don't understand, I'll clarify for you. Okay, so I'll I'll listen, but there's no, like, freaking little bar right now on... Uh, started over? Yeah, hold on. Yeah, to do anything with on this right now. It's on, um, what do you call it? Uh, all right, I'm going to like try this again from, from scratch and see if not, if I have a bar now. Here we go. So what it is, you go out there, try to recreate it. In second edition, audio, sleep degradation. 
degradation tonight, so we might be revisiting. Genesis of the thought. I I feel like I'm kind of abandoning our, our listeners because they can't hear what I'm hearing, right? You're not hearing what I'm hearing, are you? Okay, we'll clear the end part of this off. And then there's the also the weird part about let me uh I think it's two separate volumes, so let me uh turn up the media volume if I can. Media media yeah, music volume. Because the voice volume for the phone is good and loud, and then your voice and whoever's in the background there is way quieter. So here we go. VLC, okay, I'm gonna hit play from here on in. Wait, you said that's okay, and then what'd you say after that? We can just cleave this part of the car off if it gets we that could. popular that people are like listening right. to name both where you guys are listening okay. to stuff at the end. Can you please take that off for the ninth time I'm requesting this? That's right. Because we're all, we're gonna have either oodles of time to edit these calls, um, or we're going to have so much money that we can hire a group of editors to really cut it down. Huh? Or maybe our volunteers. There's people who are going to be so moved and inspired by what we're doing here that, you know, we'll have like a whole, it'd be like a Fight Club, um, Project Mayhem. Part of it is to edit down these calls. All right, let me hit play. You're overcompensating or undercompensating. Your the environment.
All right, I got it. You there? Yeah. All right, so like stealing other comedians' material. What's that? This audio was about stealing other comedians' material. This audio is you and another friend material. What are you saying? Okay, let's say it again. This audio. Just want to make sure you sent me the right one. <laughs> I don't know why you sent me what you sent me, but and so part of the time, like maybe you sent me the wrong audio. Not that it, it wasn't like kind of interesting to listen to, and you know, funny definitely. But it's about stealing other uh, comedians' material. Right? That was your um, intention? To the right one there. What? Or what? Was it two people? Yes, yeah, you and a guy. And so every now and again, you'd be talking about like Eddie Murphy or Kramer's material. Oh, that was the wrong one. Shit. That was the wrong one. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's so funny. Wow. I like listened to this thinking it might be the wrong one, but no, there's got to be, um, there's got to be the wrong one. So I'm going to listen to the oh, volume. I'm so sorry. It's the wrong one. <laughs> and it's yeah, so funny. Gotta, let me, let me jump back on the call. The problem is I couldn't play it right before I sent it. I made sure I was like, I think this was it. And, uh, no, it was not. Uh, <laughs> let me jump off real quick to put it and jump right back on so I know I'm sending you the right one. Okay. That sounds good. Uh, hold on.
Yeah, I'm listening. This is this is the one, the one on landmark, landmark jingles, right? The commercial, yeah. Can you play it from the beginning? Yeah. I just want it. Yeah, I'm I'm 26 seconds in. You want me to start from the beginning? Sure. Okay. Um, I need to figure out again what that takes. Okay, I think it's just hitting the original thing you sent me again, and it starts from the beginning. Here we go. The landmark. <laughs> So, uh, I paused it for a second. I'm basically in a spot right now. It's kind of weird to, for me to have any sort of verbal reactions at all. If maybe you get my drift. So I'm going to keep it in okay. the just rolling with it. But okay. if, I'm, if I'm not saying things, then... Don't take it the wrong way. Okay, here we go. Okay, I gotta ask. Is this Sterling? No. No, it's my buddy Josh. Oh yeah. Does he does he know it or is he done it? He has not done my mark. <laughs> uh, right? That's fine. But he hey, he's pretty Um, I gotta I actually gotta probably not listen for a minute. And uh, no problem. Handle handle a moment of uh, business here. So hold on.
What's up, dude? What's going on? Oh, no, I'm like, I'm just on a... <laughs> What's up? I'm just on a conference call. Oh, oh you're on a conference call? Okay, give me a shot back later. I'm um, just checking in and seeing. Yeah, your hair doesn't look that bad. It looks pretty good. Yeah, I appreciate it. Landmark, we'll fix you if you're raised. Hey, man. Yes, sir. There? Okay. Back yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. So, ah, so it's just in the stall, you know, number two wise, and trying to fumble with the phone and the toilet paper and the MP3 and the call and the dude in the next stall and my mind about the issue with my mom and that now I'm not on that and it doesn't feel resolved and then there's the next thing which is the stealing the comedian's jokes and then there's the next thing with the landmark and I'm like I'm starting to like notice feeling like thwarted or something myself and kind of like resigned to I don't know Kind of not not making you wrong for any of this, but I'm just noticing like um, I don't know, like there was me having like an intention on the call, and I'm noticing like I'm feeling frustrated 
because uh, it's like, well, I guess you know, the intention didn't get fulfilled, or it sort of got fulfilled, but now one of the things, and then there's like the guilt of I probably should be doing something else right now, like something more productive or something that is at least on on my list of non-productive things. And I don't know. That all sounds probably pretty dickish. I still didn't listen to the whole landmark thing. And I did think it was funny, but I couldn't say anything because there's a dude in the next stall, you know? So I guess I'm just sort of uh, hating my life right now. No, no worries at all. No, I feel you on that. I, um, yeah, totally. Um, you know, like all these people, you the whole time, like being in prison and everything else, like I, I seem to sort of hold it all at bay real good, you know, just by really being in that Warner Eckhart Byron zone, you know? And just in uh, just in my defense, though, that was I was just playing that jingle or sending you that because I'd said it at the beginning of the call, and I didn't mean for you to listen to that entire thing. It, honestly, it was more me trying to say seriously, "Hey, yeah, maybe a commercial," and then the commercial, you know, landmark will fix you if you're right. And it's just like, oh, clearly this is some crazy shit. And, yeah, that was, you know, it was I, funny. That's the thing. It's like I could see it's it's nothing about. And also, I felt like you. It's we like kind I'm of at the end of the call. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like we we're kind of at the end of the call. And there was already a frustration with how the coaching call went. We might have already rated it a one, or we didn't. So we're just talking extrapolatively. Fuck that word. And so it's like the end of the call, and um, I was like, yeah, check that out. But it wasn't in any way trying to. Yeah, by all means, you know, if you got stuff you got to do, like absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I have stuff to do. I, maybe I do, but I, I do want to communicate that all of everything I said had, had really got nothing to do with, I'm not putting anything on you about it. It's more like me noticing all the stuff that's coming up for me, you know, about this. So, you know, rather than there's, gotcha. yeah, Got it. yeah. So it's not that there's anything wrong with the circumstance or how it's going, but it's ah, just me uh, sort of, and I think, and I get everything you said, definitely. And where I was going with this was kind of like the, uh, you know, in prison being in the zone thing, and you know, having people like uh, my, uh, I guess you call it therapist, drug treatment specialist, Ms. Contreras, you know, asking me every week, so how you doing? And it was always, yeah, pretty good, you know. But I'm like, that's from like one vantage point, <laughs> right? said it from another vantage point, I'm like, horrible. <laughs> like, you know, and I'm just sort of looking at it right now, like, uh, you know, from that vantage point. Like, it's it's all bad. It's horrible. Like, it's just shitty life. This is, like, awful. And the awfulness just keeps persisting. And shit, like, with my mom. And I... There's like no way out, financially or otherwise, and it's just like this huge meltdown. I'm kind of having a meltdown right there in the in the stall there because of the you know the everything impacting me all at once and just feeling like gross, <laughs> and I can't even talk about it because there's a dude in the next stall. And even now, as I pace up and down the hallway here, I'm like it's quite easily echoes through all the halls here, and people can hear it, and then they're like fucking dashers. So whacked out, dude. Don't even interact with that guy. So it's like, cool, more rejection. 
So I noticed the <clears throat> the car was like a rejection thing. Even talking to Tanya about this and, and having her kind of, you know, like be putting it on me. Like, I mean, I get that. Like in the 100% responsible mode, that's what you do. You put it on you. But like, I don't know. It's all it's all feeling fairly uh, lackluster right about now, dude. So that's that's a great place to end the call, I think. That's okay. Hey, you know, hey, don't have to all be. Listen. No. Okay, yeah. Can you get some sleep? Get some sleep. Yeah, that's the thing. I can't. That might be I'm no worries. Really good. It's the whole sleep thing, and I'd like for you at some point. Like Cynthia, when I mentioned the call and then she got on later or, you know, within that window of time between teeing up what that call was as she and I were having a private call to doing the call that she got on. Uh, and she mentioned this in the call that was recorded, how she's like, wow, the moment we parted and we were getting ready to get on this call, I started, my mind started racing, thinking of all these things to talk about on the call, you know, like topics, right? The topic driven. And, I don't know. Maybe topic driven is too too controlled or whatever. But maybe someday uh, you might want to kind of lay out the whole sleep thing. It could be the sleep episode, and uh, maybe people would listen and think that's cool. So, all right. I'm I'm feeling. Uh, however, I'm feeling now. So I think I'm going to hop off the call and get get that sleep. if there be no further public business for us here. Scott? Oh, hey, uh, yeah, no doubt. Let me I'll say one uh, quick thing real quick here. Hello? I'm right here. What's that? I'm right here, yes. You want to say one quick thing? Yeah, so... Um, yeah. Also, maybe I was sending you that audio if it did cheer you up, but then if we're not in the mood to be cheered up, we don't want to be cheered up, I totally get it. But if you do end up listening to it, my friend at the end of it did say that was the best part, like the very last thing that's almost said on there. And he's like, all of that for that one little nugget. So... Just in case you ever do want to listen to it again. So it's, it's basically around the time when we get into the riff of like, uh, if you saw your daddy's dog, call that Mark right now. If you saw your daddy's dog, then call that Mark. That kind of thing. And then it'll end from there. Yeah. I totally, I'll, I'll definitely listen to it. It's a, it's me, Scott. It's not you. No, I'm just saying. And then if you don't want to, go good for you also. You know, no worries at all. I'm just saying that, but if you were looking for maybe any kind of value, it, it might be the best actually at the end. But and you could just fast forward through that or not listen to it at all. I don't care. Throw it away. I don't care. Anyway, get some good yeah. All right, buddy. All right. That all sounds good. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye. Bye.
If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.